Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. Today our church around the world celebrates the great feast of the Epiphany. In the Gospel we hear the story of the three magi, the three kings, who search for Jesus Christ. And they're led by a star to the infant Jesus. Now this story calls attention that something that is very prevalent in our popular culture, the theme of spirituality. And yet, it's a spirituality that is divorced from faith or institutional religion. You know, you may have heard people say, you know, I want to find God, or I can find God in nature or work, and I don't need to go to Mass, or I don't need institutional religion or the church. I always tell people, look for God because He can be found in people, places, and events. Yet, the most concrete encounter that we can have with God, with Jesus Christ Himself, is in the sacramental life of the church primarily in the Eucharist. As Catholics, we truly believe that Jesus, his true presence is found in his body and blood in the Eucharist, but not just there, but also in the sacramental life of the church itself. Jesus Christ established our church that we know today. If Jesus Christ didn't think the church was important for us to be a part of it, he never would have established it almost 2,000 years ago and then entrusted it to the apostles. And yet he did just that. Why? Because the greatest expression of Jesus Christ, the most concrete encounter that we can have with Christ, is in the church. Now, another characteristic of our popular culture, of this sense of spirituality, is people will say, I'm searching, or I'm a seeker of God, or of God's divine power. Well, it's in that very act of seeking that they find their spiritual center. Well, in doing so, they've reduced God to some abstract force, off in some far distant place. And God is now this passive, elusive figure, just waiting to be found by this person. Notice, it's the person who's in the active role of seeking. Their whole sense of spirituality involves around them and their search for God. Now, you say to yourself, well, why address that? Well, because it's becoming increasingly prevalent and popular in our culture, so much so that now it's so much prevalent in Catholics. When you talk to them, Catholics can be easily duped by this type of spirituality, this pop culture, you could say, spirituality. Worse yet, we can be easily deceived and be drawn into it. I've talked to so many people that truly have been drawn into this. Now, there's no way that we can say, I'm a spiritual person, yet I don't need to practice my faith, or I don't need to practice or be part of the life of an institutional Catholic church. That's impossible. See, this is at odds at the Catholic spiritual life. We as Catholics believe at the heart of the Catholic spirituality is our participation in the life of God. 
And it first begins in participating in the life of God at baptism. And it is there at baptism that, as Paul says in Ephesians, we are grafted on to Christ. We become the adopted sons and daughters of God the Father. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, he writes, No longer is it I that who lives, but who Christ who lives in me. See, Paul realized that the moment of our baptism, our life is now oriented to Christ. We now share a life with Jesus Christ. Paul continues on in 1 Corinthians. He says, put on Christ. Well, to do that means we have to allow Jesus Christ to be the Lord of our life, such that he is to whom our life is ordered to. If we truly believe that, then that expression that, you know, I can be a spiritual person, but I don't need the institutional church, is just rubbish. That's why a true Catholic spiritual person can never say, I'm a spiritual person, but I don't need to practice my faith in the life of the church. Jesus Christ once said in John's gospel, I am the vine and you are the branches. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither you can bear fruit unless you remain in me. At the heart of the Catholic spiritual life is not mutually exclusive, nor can it be divorced from the faith or the institutional religion of the church that's been established by Jesus Christ himself. See, another component of this pop culture spirituality entails this act of searching. Somehow, the spiritual life is all about the human being's quest for the divine, for God himself. Well, it's a basic biblical truth. Our God is a God who actively searches for us. You see that throughout salvation history. In the countless examples in the Old Testament, God established covenants after covenants. He sends numerous prophets after prophets after prophets, sent by God, until finally it reaches its apex, its climax, with Jesus Christ, the Son of God, being sent into the world, born like us into this world, so that we can all be saved. You know, if we truly believe, you know, this pop cultural spirituality, where God is this passive, elusive figure out there just waiting to be found by us, then Jesus has no need to enter into our world. He has no need to come and save us. In fact, we have to basically save ourselves by finding God. Take it a step further. Look at Jesus' ministry. Did Jesus sit on a throne as some passive figure waiting for people to serve him? No. Jesus said it himself. I have come to gather the lost sheep for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Jesus was constantly searching out people, the people that were lost, you know, healing them, teaching them, reconciling them back to God the Father, feeding them, performing miracles. God was constantly searching out people. You know, just look at the woman at the well. Jesus, he goes through the town of Samaria. He could have easily gone around it like a good and faithful Jew, but he intentionally goes through it. Why? To save the woman at the well, to save all the people. See, that's the type of God that we have. Our God is a God that is actively searching for us, not we searching for him. Our God seeks us out and will stop at nothing to search for us, reconciling us back to the Father, even to the extent of dying on the cross. You know, Jesus gives us that wonderful parable. 
you know, the shepherd that leaves the 99 sheep in the desert to go look for the one? Well, that's what he does when he enters into this world. He comes and actively searches for us to gather us all up so that we can be reconciled back to God, so that we can enjoy righteousness, a right relationship that once existed between us and God before the fall of grace. As it says in Genesis, you know, Adam and Eve walked in easy fellowship in the cool evening of the garden with God. That's all that God ever wants from us. Our God seeks us and will stop at nothing to have us. Now, turn to the story of the Magi. It helps us to understand authentic Catholic spirituality. And better yet, how it differentiates itself from this pop culture spirituality. Now, how does it begin? It begins with the Magi, the three kings. What are they doing? They're searching, they're scanning, they're analyzing the stars every night, searching for the presence of God. That's good. That's very good. Well, we must be attentive also to look for the presence of God in this world or in our own lives. And that's the key. One person once came up to John Paul II and they asked him, you know, what can I do to increase or strengthen my prayer life? He said one thing, take the time. Take the time. That's so important. Take the time to pray every day, several times a day. Take the time to go to Mass, to perform the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. See, then we'll see the presence of God in this world and in our life. Once they see it, the Magi, they set out, don't they? Well, we need to find that star ourselves. We need to see the presence of God in our life. And then once we do, act upon it. Don't stop and think. Don't dawdle. Seize the opportunity to be drawn into the life of God. Next, it says the Magi go to the religious officials in Bethlehem. Well, essentially what they're doing is they want to ascertain when the child was born. Now, this is crucial. That's a crucial part of the story. They went to the religious officials. From then, they received the information necessary that directed them to the precise location where Jesus would be found in Bethlehem. Oh, this is so important for us. So must we. It is our faith, and it's the faith of the institutional Catholic Church that to, continues to help us, directs us, so that we may, like the Magi, also find God in our lives. But we need the institutional church to direct us, to show us where Christ is truly found. Again, at the heart of the Catholic spiritual life is the institutional church. Through the sacraments, through our worship, through sacred scripture, the lives of the saints, the writings of the church, the doctrine and dogma, these are all indispensable instruments in directing us to the true presence of God in this world and in our life. We need them, just like the Magi needed, you know, the institutional church of Jerusalem to direct them to where Jesus would be born in Bethlehem, so too do we. You know, if the Catholic Church was not necessary or did not serve as a crucial task in helping us to see the presence of God in this world, then we wouldn't need it. Then Christ would never have established it, would he? And see, I think that's the important lesson that the Magi are trying to teach us. You know, it calls to mind to us that we must resist this popular culture spirituality. You know, we cannot call ourselves searchers. No. Instead, the person that searches after us is God himself. 
Jesus proves it in coming into this world, being born as one of us. If he wasn't searching for us, he never would have been born into this world. More to it, we have to rely upon the institutional church to show us exactly where Jesus can be found. Just like the Magi went to Jerusalem and consulted with King Herod, as well as the scribes and the Pharisees to determine and ascertain where Jesus was truly born in Bethlehem, so too do we. We need the Catholic Church and all of its saints and doctrine and dogma and all of its architecture and music to tell us exactly where God can be found in this world and in our lives. And see, that's the Catholic spiritual life. And that's something that we must always hold on to and always appreciate. One last thing to think about. The Magi, they find the presence of Jesus Christ and then they worship him. What's so interesting about this is the Magi are one of the first to worship Jesus Christ. They recognize that he truly is the Son of God and then they worship him. You know, these Magi, they're not Jews. They're Gentiles. The Jews are God's chosen and holy people, and yet the Magi are Gentiles. They're not Jews, which means Jesus Christ came to save all people. More to it, every time we gather for Mass, we in some ways celebrate the Epiphany. Every time we gather for Mass, we recognize the true presence of God in our midst, just like the Magi did, and immediately we are compelled to worship and adore and do him homage, just like the Magi did. And that's something for us to think about every time we come to Mass. We perform the act of the Epiphany. We do exactly what the Magi did. We see the presence of God in our midst, and immediately we worship him. And may the peace and the grace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.